Hey everybody, welcome to the Pre-Snap Podcast. Today, Tyler Weeman and I will be going over the NFC North. Football season. Football season is fast approaching, so make sure to get the yes. Line Star app to help you dominate your your daily fantasy, but also I know the season long contest, you're probably mm-hmm. your drafts are probably coming up within the next couple months. Best so balls are here. Best ball is here as well. So yes. make sure also you lock in your Line Star subscription right now because right now it is nineteen ninety nine. Prices will go up to twenty nine ninety nine at the start of football season. So make sure you lock in that price. Now we will include the link below. Also be sure to check out Underdog Sports. They're back at it with their best ball tournament, which is really fun. Not only is it fun, though, the winner gets $1 million. So just why not? Take a shot at it. you got to be in it yeah, to win it. The highest scorer gets $1 million. The total overall champion gets $2 million. All right. And second place gets a million. Well, there you have it. They're just making millionaires all over the place. <laughs> so we'll put the link below. Just go ahead and click there to that'll take you to the best ball contest as well. Mm-hmm. And before we get started, just be sure to like, subscribe, and comment below so you can keep up with all our content and it helps us out a little bit. Let us know mm-hmm. if we're doing a good job. We can keep up with all these videos. Let's take a look at the NFC North. Mm-hmm. Now, not maybe as Exciting isn't the word. They just haven't had as lot a lot of movement aside from maybe the Packers missing some pieces. But yeah. in terms of everything else, it's kind of one of these ones that's a little bit the same. It is very similar. And if anything, the division as a whole could be downgraded a little yeah. bit. So. I don't disagree. Okay, so let's start with, we'll go from worst to first in terms of the standings from last season. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start with the Detroit Lions, who finished 313-1 and last season. And they started this season, ooh, 0-10-1. And, and although they did mm-hmm. end the season on a high note, beating the Packers, yep. Dan Campbell seemed to kind of fire the guys up. He's very beloved with the fan base. and. But they still have only one playoff win since 1957. You do love to see, though, like late in the season, all the players really wanting to win for, for the for coach. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's definitely some a bright spot for them, and hopefully they can continue to progress. Absolutely. Speaking of progress, mm-hmm. will Jared Goff do so this year? It's kind of a make-it-or-break-it year for him. They easily, if he didn't put up a good season – um, I believe his contract is up at the end of this mm-hmm. season. Last season, he finished as QB 24 overall in fantasy. And but if he doesn't, if he doesn't do well, Todd McShay projects the line to have the number two overall pick again and taking uh, Heisman Trophy winner Bryce Young. So uh, golf on the hot seat for sure. Yeah, and I mean we know what golf is by now. He right. he's a decent NFL quarterback, but he's not going to win. He's not going to win you games, mm-hmm. especially when you, you know, a division on, on his back. But he's fine. He's serviceable. All right. So let's mm-hmm. see what weapons he has. Mm-hmm. Monroe St. Brown, wide receiver 22, as well as first-round mm-hmm. pick Jameson Williams from mm-hmm. Alabama. DJ Chark, they got him, and Khalif Raymond. Yes. Uh, the first guy I want to talk about is Jamison Williams um, and his fantasy value because he, 
He did have an ACL tear mm-hmm. in January, so I could see people maybe not being as high on him this season given his uncertainty for the start of the season. Although nowadays it seems like players bounce back from ACLs in like six months. It's kind of crazy. I, I think it's going to probably be a tough year for him. And the reason being is wide receivers generally take a little while to kind of get going and get into the NFL swing. I mean, last year, Amon uh, Ross St. Brown took him a little bit, and then he was on fire towards the end of the uh, yeah. second half of the season. I could kind of see that with Jameis, Jameis and Butts even a little worse because he won't be with the team as much through the training camps Mm -hmm. and really the prime time where wide receivers are trying to soak it all in and learn and develop, you know, chemistry with golf and getting totally level, especially with a rookie who, you know, a lot of quarterbacks, you know, Mm -hmm. get a little weary, you know, throw into guys that they have no clue what they're capable of. I mean, he's a great talent, but I just don't think this year has hit the year for him. All right. So, Amon Ross St. Brown, mm-hmm. pro football focus, had St. Brown as the second highest graded rookie wide receiver in 2021. So eyes on him this season for sure. Um, does he, let's see, wide receiver 22. So mm-hmm. he's a pretty good bet in fantasy this year. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think right now with what I'm seeing with some of the ADPs, he might be going a little overdrafted. Okay. I do like him. I think he's a great player. But people are extremely high on him. And Mm -hmm. he did have this breakout while guys were hurt. Yeah. He did it a little bit when guys came back. But a majority of the really good weeks were where he was kind of the only show in town. All right. And, you know, the other point is a lot of it hinges on Jared Goff and how he looks. Yeah. How they're going to use him. I know, I think Campbell took over the offensive coordinator duties towards mm -hmm. the end of last season, which is, I guess, when they were having more success. So maybe that will. It it also depends on their kind of game plans, Mm -hmm. how much they use their running backs and whatnot. Speaking of running backs, thanks Mm -hmm. for that segment, Tyler. I tried Uh, to hook it up. (laughs) DeAndre Swift, RB15, and Jamal Williams ranked 43rd. So prior to getting hurt in week 12, Swift was on a 90 catch pace Mm -hmm. with 1,600 plus total yards. However, with those injuries, that's a concern. Mm -hmm. And like he's had these like potential for breakout seasons, but just derailed by the injuries. So can he a handle the workload? Can he kind of live up to that um, spot? I, I, I really like Swift. I wish he was on a different team. <laughs> right. But he is a dynamic running back. Uh, it's okay if him he's splitting time with Jamal uh, Williams. Just, I mean, he did it last year. He still got all the red zone work. He got a lot of passing work. I do, I do like Swift. I, I see some upside. It is hard for me to take a running back and, like, the late first, early second when they're on that bad of a team, though. So that's kind of my one worry with him. Well, you have good taste because he's a former Georgia Bulldog. So (laughs) we always like the former dogs. Let's take a look at the tight end, TJ Hawkinson, tight end uh, 15. Um, Again, a situation where I'm I'm interested to see how this offense looks. Mm -hmm. So... 
uh, especially with Jared Goff as your quarterback, how he kind of looks this year. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, one playoff win since 1957. So let's take a look at the futures market here. And, yeah, uh, anything you like here, I think. Let's take a look at the win total because I think that's the realistic one here. Six and a half wins. What are you thinking in terms of that win total? I actually really like the under on this. Mm -hmm. I think six and a half is too high. Going through their schedule, I was seeing four or five wins. What what are you thinking? I I think the under as well. Mm -hmm. Their strength of schedule is the fifth easiest one, but they still have a really tough Mm -hmm. October, November. They're at New England at Dallas versus Miami and then versus the Packers. And, you know, the Dolphins are a lot tougher this Mm -hmm. year. And I think the Patriots never want to play in New England. Exactly. Never want to play in New England. And the Green Bay Packers will still be tough this season. So I think that many wins is going to be hard to come by. I think a lot of people will probably be a little high on them just because, A, they're the hard knocks team this year. So I think there's like a little bit of a bump in in terms of that. And I think people are Mm -hmm. really in on Dan Dan Campbell and, Mm -hmm. like, you know, think he can turn things around. I mean, I like Campbell too, but. It's going to it be like a Ted Lasso situation. I mean, who knows, right? I love Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take a look at the, that was kind of loud. Sorry, guys. Chicago Bears, yes. uh, 6 and 11 last season. So they got rid of Nagy, mm-hmm. uh, brought in Matt Eberflus, ready to build the offense around Justin Fields, or so he claims. I am so happy Nagy's gone. Yes. I think a <laughs> lot of Chicago Bears fans were yes. ready to move on. Wait, he was supposed to be an offensive genius, and right. he wasn't. To you know? your point, I ha- so this is just head-scratching. The Bears ran just 67 read option rushes last season. Yeah. That's so low with Justin Fields it, as your quarterback. It makes no sense. They they did not do Justin Fields any favors. Ugh, yeah. 64 run pass option plays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very low. Mm-hmm. He was either dropping back in passing situations or tugging the ball on run. Like, it was just not a good situation for Fields. So the question becomes, will he make the leap this year? A lot of people I've seen are really high on him, kind of comparing him to Jalen Hurts. What do you think? I, I think he's going to make a little bit of a leap. Mm-hmm. I mean, to say the leap, I don't know. You know, right. uh, he having an offense built around him is the first step. It's also never good being a young quarterback and having to go through two different offenses. Yeah. You know, the play calling's all different and all of that. So I, I think it might take a little time for them to kind of gel with the new offense. But I do like his upside in fantasy. I yeah. wish I wish they decided to put some receivers around him though. <laughs> exactly. That brings you're you're just setting me up. Yep. Spiking and down. Make it Wide easy. receivers. All right. We got the loss of Allen Robinson. He's over at the Rams now and that yes. one really hurts because then they've got Darnell Mooney, mm-hmm. uh Vela Stones Jr. Byron Pringle, like names that don't exactly jump out yeah. at you. Like Mooney Mooney had a good season. He had a great year. season. Yeah. And I mean, he really kind of showed up for the Bears, did great work. Uh, another thing is their tight end situation is not pretty. No, I mean, commits, commits you decent. Like 
he's decent. T- he has some upside. Last season. Yes, but that is also with uh, the Jimbo Grabbins, as I like to call him. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Graham, if you guys uh, didn't pick up Grabbins? where I was going. I was yeah. Like, Wait, what? It, it's a long inside joke with an old roommate of mine. Where uh, Jimmy Grabbins. Yep. Right. So, uh, yeah, Jimmy Graham Was that a isn't going to be any. Not safe for programming story? No, nah, no. Nah, <laughs> we just don't need to go all, all right. It's going to make this a lot longer than necessary. <laughs> but uh, he's gone. So it is going to come down to Komet totally. And I do like his upside if he's getting the red zone work, mm-hmm. which Jimmy Graham got a lot of. Mm-hmm. So running back situation, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's the last one we haven't touched on for fantasy. David Montgomery, mm-hmm. um, liking him, solid. What he, do we think? Do we think solid. they're going to be? Do you think with Justin Fields, his value decreases if they're going to, you know, use I more always situations? worry about running quarterbacks mm-hmm. rushing inside the five. So yeah. that obviously is a worry with Montgomery, but Montgomery is yeah. a really good running back. Uh, yards should be a little bit easier to come by as people, the defense worries about fields running more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just really kind of bake but, it on them to just hopefully improve the offense. And yeah, yeah, overall. Let's take a look at the futures odds. And yeah, to win the division, they actually have the longest odds. A little bit, of, I was a little surprised about that. But yeah. Nonetheless, their win total. Is also six and a half. Mm-hmm. Where do you see them ranking? I think this line is really good. Mm-hmm. And going through the schedule once again, I was thinking six or seven wins, which right. just so happens to be their line. I don't know. Strength of schedule ranks 24th. Yes. They did lose on, D- you know, we've been talking about fantasy, but they did lose, I forgot Khalil to mention, Mack. that was probably the biggest story yeah. was Khalil Mack. They lost him on defense, yeah. which will be, that was, it's going to hurt them. Oh, it for sure will. Can they get to seven wins basically this season? I'm going to say under in this one. However, yeah. when I did go through the schedule, I did count about, you know, six winnable games for them. Yeah, I so, six, six to seven. seven I, I think they got right. Um, this is a situation where I would not bet it mm-hmm. if I had to. I think I might take the under. Yes, join the dark side. <laughs> the under. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get to the Minnesota Vikings now. Last season finished eight and nine. Mike Zimmer, mm-hmm. you're out of town. Sean McVay prodigy Kevin O'Connell is now in. So, Kirk Cousins. You know what? Kind of an underrated guy every year. I like year. Cousins. Back to you back like QB 11 seasons. Cousins has thrown for 4,200 yards and at least 30 touchdowns in each of his last three healthy mm-hmm. seasons in Minnesota and has at least a 99.7 quarterback rating each mm-hmm. season in Minnesota. How do you like his odds for his fantasy performance? This season. I like it. I mean, I like this offense. I think this team is going to win the division. Oh. (laughs) Yep. I like it. Throwing it it out there. Okay. Uh, But, I mean, you have a couple different players who, one, Dalvin Cook, 
Uh, his odds for most rushing yards is plus 900. That's the third highest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Jefferson is plus 900 for most receiving yards. Only one higher than him is Cooper Cup. So sports books are liking the offense. Certainly the best supporting cast for any quarterback in the NFC North. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. So, all right, let's take a look at it. Mm-hmm. Running back, Dalvin Cook. Gotta love it. Mm-hmm. Cook missed four games last season, was th- slowed by injury in others. But when he's healthy, man, he is unstoppable. Mm-hmm. He finished the year as RB15 overall. Um, but super high ceiling for him mm-hmm. when he's healthy. And then Alexander Madison. <laughs> he's great. He's awesome as yeah. well. So uh, I read basically a an article that was like, this is the most important handcuff if you're going to be playing in fantasy because of when Cook is there. Although it does depend on how what the usage is I, this time around. You've got a new coach. So yeah, it might not always that, be that, that is very true. situation where you're just handing it to Cook every time. Yes. Maybe they'll split it up a little bit. And I would not be surprised at all if they split it up a little bit more. They kind of have done that in mm-hmm. L.A. So Yeah, exactly. You know, it could be... Could be another situation like that. Very glad you brought that up. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, well, the other thing, though, is if, if you're drafting a fantasy football team, it's really hard to put so much draft capital to one backfield, meaning if you take Cook and then his backup, Madison. Because Madison doesn't for, go that for late. For season-long fantasy. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because um, right. he, he – it's not like he's a very end-of-the-draft kind of – draft pick like you're taking yeah. him in the middle rounds and although it's just if a there's lot an to injury put. to cook or something hey, totally so, you need madison yeah. if he averaged 19.83 yeah. and a half ppr half ppr fantasy points per game when cook was inactive mm-hmm. but then when he's not active it's 2.7 yeah um however like we mentioned you got a new head coach who coming from the rams where yeah there's definitely a lot to consider there they split things up a lot there so they do should be something to look for this Mm -hmm. season talking about the wide receivers man (laughs) justin jefferson and adam thielen like Mm -hmm. he wasn't just a rookie wonder 108 grabs 16 16 yards 10 touchdowns in 2021 he's just awesome so look at him more gritty dances uh and his line was 1350 yards Mm -hmm. would you go over or under over over i mean he crushed that last year yeah i'm going over you i i think you got to go over yeah i also think the the offense could be even better um thielen Mm-hmm. Um, Thielen has caught 20 touchdowns over the past three seasons in just 38 games and yeah. 171 perceptions. So that means he yeah. scores on 18% of his catches. That's just crazy. Yeah. First of all. I, I mean, he's he will have lines where it's like two catches for 10 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. yeah and so. Um, yeah, so I have my note here like – the one area O'Connell might really boost the Vikings is this wide receiver mm-hmm. because the Rams' top two targets averaged almost four more combined targets per game than the Vikings' top two receivers last year. They're, I mean, the Vikings, you always thought, was Zimmer super run heavy, so yeah. perhaps they could lean more on the wide receivers this and, season. 
KJ Osborne's interesting too. He he had a decent yes. season. He yes. had some real good yep. games. Mm-hmm. They they have a complete nice. complete uh, wide receiver core here. And then looking at your tight end mm-hmm. situation here, Irv Smith Jr. tore his meniscus last season and missed the entire season. Mm-hmm. So he came into this into the league with a lot of high praise, yep. and it'll be interesting to see what he can do coming off of that injury. He's young, 23 years old. So what do you see from him? And he was getting a lot of hype mm-hmm. last offseason right. prior to getting hurt. So I really hope we're able to see some of that hype come alive mm-hmm. where, you know, people may have forgotten about him a little bit or yeah. just think there's too many, too many different weapons in this offense. I, I think Irv could be a nice little kind of late round tight end. Totally. Let's take a look at the NFL futures odds mm-hmm. for the Vikings. So you're liking that division plus 300? Plus 300. I like it. All right. Win total eight and a half. I'm assuming you don't have them to just win the Super Bowl or the conference. No, I don't have. I wouldn't. I, uh, I wouldn't bet through on those two. I, I I could see them making a run for a conference. Yeah. Uh, win total for sure over. I say 10, 11 wins. Yeah, I'm also on that. I do mm-hmm. think, after, especially after doing my research today, man, they have a lot of weapons. They do, and they picked up. Uh, Zarius uh, Smith from mm-hmm. the Packers yep. at so linebackers, defense, so that's going to help. They got some mm-hmm. defense as well to help them out. Um, yeah, strength of schedule, 20th. Mm-hmm. So relatively easier, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, it's similar with everybody else in the yeah, division. Yeah, in that so. division. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so let's go to the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Last year finished 13-4, and four, of course had that collapse in the playoffs against the 49ers and they are the favorites to win the division and Aaron Rodgers of course consecutive MVP seasons however the biggest storyline Devontae Adams Mm -hmm. is not there anymore so how will that affect Aaron Rodgers who has averaged 27 points per game or points yeah points per game in seven without Devonte Adams since the start of the 2019 season compared. Um, I think I messed that up. 27 points per game with Devonte Adams yeah. and 23 without. Mm-hmm. So uh, what do you see from him this it, season without Devonte Adams? I, I see him taking a step back. Personally, Rogers probably won't be on any of my fantasy teams. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the wide receiver core is just too big of a question for me. Yeah. With that being said, Christian Watson as mm-hmm. a uh, offensive rookie of the year is decent odds. Yeah. Plus 950. So looking at those wide receivers, mm-hmm. uh, that includes Christian Watson, Alan Lazard, wide receiver 47 last year, Sammy Watkins, mm-hmm. Christian Watson, and Amari Rogers also is kind mm-hmm. of an interesting one there. Uh, Lazard, Probably the number one option if Christian Watson becomes one. You know, Rodgers yeah. is usually wary of rookies, though. From what I yeah, recall, at least. He, it definitely seems like it takes a little while for him to develop kind of mm-hmm. chemistry and confidence in him before he will really start targeting somebody. Uh, so I agree. Lazard's probably the de facto number one. Mm-hmm. Career best coming off a season where he had career best, 60 targets, 40 catches, 
513 yards. So probably the first guy he's going to target, and but just question marks kind of after that, I guess. And he could easily just spread the ball around to everybody, and then nobody really wins for fantasy purposes. Yeah, and he likely will do that. I don't think any of these guys, unless Watson really shows up, mm-hmm. I don't think any of these guys are good enough to be the number one. So how about running backs? Cause you got Aaron mm-hmm. Jones, A.J. Dillon. Um, Jones finished top 12 running back three seasons straight, mm-hmm. including a number two finish in 2019. Um, so, And then it's interesting now, too, because he could rely on them more yeah. given the wide receiver. I, and I think that's what he's going to have to do. Mm-hmm. So how about – and then I think nothing really interests me too much on the tight end situation. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I do like uh, Tunyon. He has shown some upside when Adams was hurt or wide receivers were hurt. Mm-hmm. So I could see him having an all right year. So taking a look at our futures odds for the Packers. Mm-hmm. Uh, to win the Super Bowl, they actually have the fifth best odds. Mm-hmm. To win the conference, it's second best after the Bucks, And they are the favorites to win the division. Their win total is ten and a half, mm-hmm. and you already said you like the Vikings I, in this one. And I like the under here. You do like the under. Yeah. Their strength of schedule is twenty second, and yeah. all right. So elaborate on your, I guess. I think thoughts on this. I think if they're going to hit the over, they're going to need Watson to show up from day one, mm-hmm. and. I don't think he's going to from day one. Yeah, I know. It's hard to count out Aaron Rodgers. It is. But, I mean, he is not, that team is not as good without Devontae Adams. And he has shown that he struggles a little bit without Adams out there. Okay, you convinced me. Oh, boy. Have we, have we agreed on everything in this one? I think we have. We have. We have yeah, now now to, that uh, I pulled you to Vikings. the dark side. I pulled you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is, that's what teamwork. Teamwork yeah. right there. <laughs> what do you think? Who do you think is going to win the NFC North? Drop a comment below. Let us know. Remember, <laughs> we uh, also have that best ball tournament link below. You got to get on that because it's yes. millions of dollars you can win. At and it's, it's so, so fun. Yeah. I was just like, about to say, it's, it's the best so part. It's draft day. And then, you know, you can kind of track here and there, exactly. but you don't have to do anything. <laughs> you don't have to take time. It's the fun of the yeah. fantasy without the, the actual without work the work. The yeah. Season. Perfect combination. And as always, Make sure to lock in your LineStar Premium subscription. It is $19.99 right now. That does go up a little bit for football season. $29.99. Still awesome value, though. Mm -hmm. Either way, it'll help you. You can optimize your lineup, and it'll tell you exactly um, who we predict every week. It'll also tell Mm -hmm. you if you're playing, like, a daily fantasy, the best, you know, sleeper picks, value as well. So a great tool for you for your fantasy, and we will drop that link below as well. So that's our NFC North. Be sure to watch our other videos, our other breakdowns. Just kind of get in the mindset before your drafts. Mm-hmm. It's good to kind of – there's been a lot of action in the offseason, so it's a great way to kind of just remember what happened and get you ready for your drafts. It's coming 71 <laughs> it days coming. away. Oh, that's crazy. All right, so that's a look at the NFC North. We will see you guys next time. Have a good one, guys. Bye.